Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. And we are back in the podcasting studio, guys of a certain age, with Art Shirley. And Jay Reed. And Robbie Koblenz here. And this is our first episode after we've been officially listed in the iTunes podcast directory. Do you think they listened to the episode or are they just kind of If get- we're listed, they did not. <laughs> if we are being put out, they probably did not listen to it. Yeah, that's probably the way it yeah. went. So yeah. that uh, that was kind of cool. So yeah, and even if even my daughter doesn't listen to it, she was very excited to hear that we were there. That's right. We've made it. We have arrived. Nobody from my family has listened yet. Yeah, my family yeah. has. Yeah, my wife has listened. She thought it was quite good. Did she? Well, yeah. Good. And my good. son. My son has already tried to tweet us out and. Instagram story us and everything yeah, else. So yeah, he's, uh, I saw he's that. On it. yeah. That was kind of cool. So, yeah, yeah. My wife's comment was, honey, I'm not your target demographic. And so we just kind of let it go wow, there. Wow. wow. Yeah, yeah. My son did listen to all of them and has shared them with his friends and enjoyed them. So that's a good, you know, he's a geek of a, a different age, but, uh, but certainly right there. That could be the follow up podcast. That's right. Yeah, there you the go. The legacy. There you go. There all you the go. Sons. The sons, the wrath of sons of geeks of a certain age. The next generation. Yeah, yeah. All right, a couple things I saw before we were recording that I thought we'd be interested to talk about for interesting, not interested. I was getting my tenses kind of with the Star Trek Next Generation thing kind of threw me for a loop. Went to a time warp. Um, You know, we we talked about Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Prime is streaming. Um, uh, Bob Iger, president, well, CEO of Disney, announced on this conference call they had, I guess, earlier this week. Uh, it was an earnings conference call. He said that Captain Marvel would not be on Netflix. It's going to be the first movie um, from the Disney stable that will stream on their new Disney Plus service. So I guess that would make uh, Ant-Man and Wasp the last Marvel movie on Netflix. Would that be correct? Because it that's came right, after... Because Endgame is going to come out after Captain Marvel, right? So that's you assume that anything that comes out after Captain Marvel is now on Disney. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ant-Man and Wasp will be the last one. That's that's right. There's nothing else that's that's happened since then. No, no. And kind of an end of an era, I guess. You yeah, know? I think so too. I wonder, you know, has the Disney... When is it supposed to launch? I... Maybe obviously later this year, and, right? And they they talked about maybe Muppets being available. Then okay. you've got all those standalone Marvel shows we talked about. So, so are they doing any new Muppets content too? I don't know. I didn't see that. I just said Muppets would be available okay. on. So, so when the when you say not going to be on Netflix, does that mean I can't even get the DVD from Netflix? No, no, that's um, a whole different. That's so a whole the different streaming side. Yeah, just the streaming right. side. Because for most of us, streaming's all that matters now, Jay. <laughs> I'm a guy of a certain. <laughs> Genre. <laughs> <laughs> you you want to fill the optical disc in your hand. That's right. Yeah, yeah. This is this is how much of a geek I am. I've I've done so much DVD and Blu-ray duplication through the years with my production company that I can pick up a Blu-ray and a DVD and feel the weight difference. Wow, really? Yeah, that's kind of sad to admit because a Blu-ray is just slightly heavier, just just you know a few milligrams, but I can actually feel the weight difference. Is that so, more data? Well, it's, it's well, yeah, it is, it is, but it's a double layered disc. It's actually a denser disc. It's a different type of film on it. I mean, I could really would that be geek or nerd? I'm kind of going. I think going you're down, getting into nerd. I'm getting, getting into, into nerd territory. Yeah, there. yeah. So, but but anyway, 
Uh, so yeah, kind of an end of an era with with the Marvel movies on Netflix, which to me that was one of the deals that really seemed to make Netflix become a legitimate player. That in House of Cards. Uh, that you were able to pull all the Marvel inventory in the the Marvel Cinematic Universe spinoffs with uh, with Daredevil and, and and Iron Fist and the Defenders and Jessica Jones, and that's all coming to coming a, to an end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know they've canceled most of those uh, uh, Netflix only productions. I think Punisher is still the only one that's out there, right? Yeah, they may do another season of that, but it sounds like to me that they're. And my hope is that they'll pick those things back up for the Disney. Uh, streaming service i know that hasn't been officially announced yet but i hope that's what's going to happen with those those properties um also saw where uh the black widow movie's going into production and they're targeting a i guess a summer 2020 release and they're looking at an r rating for it so kind of in the the vein of 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 logan of logan yeah yeah, in in deadpool you know deadpool made so much money Mm -hmm. So, but I thought that was kind of interesting. I wonder how that's going to work, though, because to me, Black Widow, and I know, you know, knowing her comic book past and and the the violence as part of that uh, is certainly what could lend itself to an R rating. But I think the character itself, coming from the Avengers, you know, there may not be as much. I so don't know. A little bit more PG thirteen. I think so. I think that property probably is. I think they'll lose a good deal of their audience, and I would think. You know that um, they could still do it as a serious dramatic piece if that's what they're looking to do. Uh, although they may be going comedy with Deadpool, I don't know. But uh, it just seems to me like that's. I, I'm 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 wondering if that's a great idea or not. Well, I thought you were going to say knowing Black Widow like I do. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Let me just throw a side note a minute about PG and R. We got carded at Walmart last week. We bought a DVD, you know, in the, from the five dollar bin that was rated R. And they ask us if we were 17 or older. You're my, lying. My wife, I am not lying. You are lying. Somebody I thought, paid I thought them what to did do we, that. we didn't buy any beer. We didn't buy any cigarettes. We didn't buy any ammo. So, and he said it was for the movie. I've never seen that before. Wow. Yeah. You would think just the fact that you're buying a DVD <laughs> would, would qualify you. Yeah. yeah. Because under 17, they won't so have a trailer. what did you buy? My wife bought it, and it was... Here uh, we go. Here it wasn't the sniper movie, but it was. Uh, it had Mark Wahlberg in it, I think. It was Shooter, maybe the Shooter, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Wow. It's a good it, movie. it went in the Walmart bag, and I haven't seen it since, so I don't know even wow, where what it a, is. What a random, what a random movie to get uh, get ID checked on. I mean, it's not like you were buying the you know Showgirls twentieth anniversary edition, or right? Like right. That. It was. It was very unusual. It was. It's just funny though. Well, congratulations. I mean, you know, to get carded. At our age, that's, right. that, that's an accomplishment at this point. So, um, I always think it's for a senior discount. <laughs> yeah. I'll, take, I'll take it. Yeah, that's right. Wow, wow. Probably the uh, the one of the most insulting things I ever got about ten years ago is I got a uh, a, a letter from AARP addressed to Ms. Robbie Koblenz, oh. and so I'm old and they gender gender swap. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. wasn't just for Bonnie. No, no, no. It was for me. It was Miss. So there was an M-I-S-S, Robbie. Yeah, it was uh, quite interesting. So. so we are going to have to change the name from guys of a certain age uh, now that we've got Miss Robbie Koblenz. Uh, there you go. Name. There you go. Um, just random, like we never go random. So we're, we're recording this, what, February 8th? Right. Is that our date? 
70 odd degrees outside. Yes, it's the 7th, actually. 7th, 8th. You may be listening to it on the 8th of February, 2021, for all we know. But anyway, so if if a warm spell in the middle of fall is the un-PC named Indian summer, what does a warm spell in the middle of February equate to? Is that redneck spring? It's ah. just Mississippi. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, crazy. I mean, we had to put the air conditioner on. To get the humidity out of the air. Mm. It's nuts. Anyway, I just didn't know if you guys are a little bit older and than it's not. And it's going to be, what, 40 degrees is the highest up to tomorrow? 40, I think so. Degrees? I saw yeah. 36. It may have changed, yeah. but it's going to drop down significantly. Yeah, it's going to drop 40 degrees, and that equals tornado weather. Uh, you are correct. Yeah. Well, we're officially old guys talking about the weather now. <laughs> Thanks get for it. tuning in, folks. <laughs> Get off my We'll be pod- right back with rheumatism and joint pain. Get off my podcast. <laughs> That's right. Um, so, all right. So, one of the things we came across that was so hilarious was, a, uh, was an article about a zoo that will allow you to name a cockroach after an ex, and they would feed that cockroach to a meerkat on Valentine's Day. And not just do it, but live stream it, and all oh, the okay. ex's names yeah. were going to be posted like on a sign outside the meerkat exhibit. Wow. As well as online. So it's not just sort of a personal thing where you know that your ex cockroach is being devoured by a meerkat, but it's it's more public than that. Wow. That's uh So are you guys signing up yet? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm not. I'm so. checking to make sure I'm not on the list, I guess. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, yeah, there you go. See I'm I'm in the hometown where I grew up, so for me to start naming exes in such a fashion would anger somebody's mama. So okay. so yeah. so how'd that go for you? Now when when you guys got married, did you live here initially after you got married or were you all parts unknown? No, we were we got married in met and married in Asheville, North Carolina, and then were overseas for the next ten years. The first time we actually moved here was about nine years ago. So almost ten. How many ex sightings happened there and how, how awkward is that for uh for you and the wife? I'm thankful that I don't have any uh you know serious problems with anybody we remain friends and but a lot of the a lot of the quote-unquote exes are not in town but their families are and it's just an interesting sort of connection of dots uh, at church and at work and and it, melissa my wife knows she knows when when a, one of them has shown up because i uh, i kind of like start stumbling and, and awkwardly grinning and things. How, and, how's that different than normal <laughs> Let me guess all your exes moved to Texas, right? Uh, I don't know if there's actually any in Texas per se, but uh, they have moved away. That would be such a great song. All my exes yeah. lives in Texas. You're hanging your hat in Missouri? No, that won't work. Maybe yeah. there's something out of state we could pull. Tennessee? I thought it was. Yeah. I that's thought it. it was, that's I, it. I hang yeah, my hat in it. Tennessee. I was, I was trying to yeah. make something of that that it, there, it there wasn't you there. Well, you're, you're, you're in West Point where you grew up, Art. How's, how's well, that worked for you? You know, I actually moved to West Point my junior year. So even though my family is all from there and I feel like I... Don't I, pretend that you were <clears throat> dating before you were a junior in high school. Yeah, actually, I, I was. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so uh, my main problem, you know growing up in a town with a large extended family was, was trying to find somebody despite what you'd think being in Mississippi that was not my cousin that I could date. So <laughs> I knew that. But yeah. that would be okay if you're in Arkansas, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Let's throw another state under the bus. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, 
Yeah, but but living in the hometown, we moved back. We lived in Memphis for a while and moved uh, back right after my uh, first son, my older son, was born and uh, had a great uh, group of people our age, uh, some of whom are still there. Some of them have moved off, but, uh, you know, are lucky enough to have folks there. But it is interesting because the small town life, it's like everybody, you know, knows what you're doing and everybody has some memory of you. Like I said, even though I was only here for two years, everybody has some memory of me from high school. And, you know, like I said, family even earlier than that. You know, so, oh, yeah, or they know my people. So That's even worse. Yeah. So there's this sense that even though I'm, uh, you know, a certain age, 56 years old, you're always somebody's kid or somebody's grandson. Exactly. I've had the same experience because whether it's through the pharmacy life or whether it's through the food writing because a lot of people see the column and and they they connect me with my mom who also used to write for the paper a long time ago i didn't know that that's kind of she was the book reviewer for a long time they they say we have similar styles but uh different subjects but yeah it's 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 i'm an adult i mean i'm 51 and but i go to to work out and where i work out there's a lot of my parents generation that work out there too and they all know me from from that it's it's hard sometimes to to feel like a complete certified adult when you're still driving by the high school you went to or where you went to first grade, uh, even though my kids went to those same schools. It, I love it here, and I'm so glad I'm back, but there is still that element of I'm still in high school. Yeah. Now, another cool thing that, that, that for me is cool anyway is my sons grew up with the grandsons of uh, my father's friends and my mother's friends. So, you know, here they are running around with kids, you know, with the same last names. And we look back at annuals from our parents and they were all running together. So there's that connection that really makes it very cool, I think. Absolutely. But you can't do anything without everybody knowing about it. True. That is also true. But that's just small town. Yeah. I mean, that's true. You know, I mean, that's just one of the advantages and disadvantages. You can't really get away with anything. Yeah, that's true. Not that you want to. No. So. So how long you've been back in West Point? How long are uh, we moved back in uh, 92. Okay, so, yeah. Is it 27, uh, yeah, 27 years. So is that the... That's, 27 years this spring. So that's the place you've lived the longest as well. Yeah, it really is, yeah. Uh, and not even counting, obviously, the time beforehand, but it's certainly the, the time we lived here. Now, my wife grew up here. She was, she, I mean, grew up in, in West Point. She lived there all her life before we moved to... She moved to Jackson for a while before we got married. Then we were in Memphis. Uh so, you know, she very much is, you know, goes by the first grade that, you know, she went to and, and, uh, and all that as well. And, uh, again, she, she's somebody's, you know, daughter <laughs> or granddaughter. It was still good to sit when I, when my kids graduated from my high school to go into that same gym and watch them and whether it was awards day or whatever event it was graduation. Um, it, it I really love that. Mm-hmm. Now, aside from the high school, everywhere they went to school, was a different grade. Every building was a yeah. different grade than, than it was when I right. was in school. But uh, even that's fun. Some, some of the same teachers are still around. I, as yeah. I feel prescriptions for old teachers, and I see them, see them around. It's, it's that part I enjoy. Yeah. That's you ever really feel neat. like slipping them something in inappropriate for a grade that you got just to hide a pill in there? Just to... I was a nerd. I got good grades. Uh, of course you are. Of course you are. You know, it, it's completely different for me because I moved here from Meridian 
oh gosh, 91. So I was 21 when I moved here and I've lived in Starkville the majority of my life. I'm 48. So I've lived here 27 years, 21 years in Meridian. Yeah, that adds up to 48. Um, so what, what's really fun is when um, Starkville High plays Meridian High, primarily in football, my, my boys give me a hard time because Meridian has not done very well over the past four, five, six, seven, eight years. And, uh, and I, I find that I don't hold a lot of allegiance to my hometown anymore. I've really kind of gone all in on Starkville. So, um, and of course, Meridian's a different town now than it was when I was there. There's, there's a lot of dynamics in play. Meridian is one of those areas in Mississippi that, uh, you've had escapism to the County and, and you've lost manufacturing jobs and whatnot, all, all that stuff accounts in. So it's not really the Meridian that I remember growing mm-hmm. up, but you know, I, we moved both sets of parents. Uh, my wife's folks were in ocean Springs. My folks were in Meridian. We moved both sets of parents here. And so that really there, there's nothing, nothing holding, you know, tying us back to, to Meridian. Or, or the Gulf Coast, for that matter, for, for either one of us. So it's been kind of interesting, that dynamic flip. Yeah, and that's what, from, from your, uh, you know, I wasn't too far ahead of you, Meridian was a powerhouse both in football and in music or in band when I was in that age. The greatest band in all the land. That's my R.D. Harris impersonation. Now, wasn't Dr. Verskillo there at that time? So Dr. Verskillo left in 84, and I came into, or 83. He went directly from Marine High to Southern Miss. And then I came into the Marine High School band in 85. But that longtime musical tradition there, and, uh, you know, I remember there was a list, a clarion ledger, the top 100 things of, about Mississippi list somewhere in the 87, 88, some, somewhere in there. And I think somewhere in the 40s was listening to the Marine High School marching band in Ray Stadium on Friday nights. Mm-hmm. You that would surprise me. And that was, that was the competition was as fierce yeah. between the Startwell High School band and the Meridian High School band as, as was the football. Yeah, it was when when I was in in band, it was Startville and Warren Central Meridian. Those were the three who were always competing against each other, um, and usually Meridian or maybe Gulfport were the largest in the state. We marched like two twenty five, two thirty. Wow, my, that's my senior impressive. Year. And um, so yeah, it was kind of crazy. Yeah, that's something else. And we were marching military style, six to five. In our blue and gray uniforms while the rest of the school was dressed in black and gold. You know, I'm not saying we made fun of you while you marched. I'm not saying that. It's, yeah, I am. We really did. We kind of... As a geek nerd, do I care? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, because military style, you know, there's not very many bands. I, I guess Texas A&M, A&M is, is it. Yeah. yeah, so, but that was something, the band of the blue and the gray, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, never understood the blue and gray colors. The blue and the gray were, I'm not sure where the colors came from, but the band was there before the, the, the black and gold, the yellow jacket was, is my understanding. So the, the band stayed blue and gray even when the school went black and gold because they were blue and gray first. They had made a name for themselves under blue and gray and, and just kept that. So, so speaking of high schools, how often you, have you guys gone back to your high school for football? Season ticket holder still. Yeah, wow. we, my kids are graduating. And we still go. We have not been the past two years, but before that, prior to that, we were season ticket holders and would usually go every year. And uh, we just have not the past couple of years, uh, and probably we'll get back into that again 
uh, part of the reason is, you know, it's it's still 80 degrees, it seems like, into the end of October. And it's yeah. just, you know, Friday night, 80 degrees is kind of tough. And that's, you know, it shouldn't be one. should be out there supporting the team. But, uh, but yeah, up until uh, just a couple of years ago, we were season ticket holders. It, it, it was always amazing to me to see how the community supported the Marine High School football team growing up. And uh, I, I've always, when, when Marine High School football stadium was at peak repair, to me it was the best football stadium in the state because it was sunken into the ground. It was concrete all the way around. And so you're coming in and you're going down into the bowl. And so playing in the band, you're bouncing off those concrete um, uh, bleachers. Well, they're, they're metal bleachers on a concrete infill, and it's built into the side of a, of a hill, and it just sounded great. Um, yeah, that's the first game I ever went to was in Meridian. We lived there uh, for three years. My dad was stationed at the Navy base there. In AS Meridian. And a lot of my geekdom was founded in Meridian. Batman, the Beatles, and James Bond, all that kind when, of stuff. When were you in Meridian? When was your dad uh, stationed? Let's see. We, uh, we moved to uh, Leland when I was six years old, so that would have been 68. So we were there 68, 67, 66. We had been to been in uh, Hawaii prior to that and then we were in Leland when he got out of the Navy went to the reserves and we were there from uh, 68 to 78 or 77 rather but uh, so you you were there before I was before you were yeah glimmer in your father's eyes there you go there you go so but uh, yeah so so long before before you were there but I can remember going to a ball game I guess my dad took me to a high school uh, ball game there and uh, because that whole thing you just described, even as young as I was, that yeah. experience was just was something else. You it know, was, I mean, because yeah. it was uh, it was just it was really a very like you said a very neat stadium, very cool stadium to go into, and the music was just something else. And that's something that I don't know if that's changed or not, but it sounds like definitely you guys uh, the, your experience that you had, and I know it was certainly true in West Point and Leland that uh, the band people were not geeky. There were a lot of times we had some of the coolest people we had in yeah. band, yeah. you know, and they were doing some really neat things. Yeah, And, you know, there's that impression, I don't know if it's from movies or if it's the way things are now, but you think of band, you know, nerds or, or whatever, but they were always the coolest folks, that, you know, that went to the high school usually. Yeah. It was, it was not uncool to be in the band yeah. at, yeah. at that time. Especially Drumline. So. Yeah, especially, especially Drumline. Yeah. yeah. Does yeah. that yeah. even need to be said? Maybe. Uh-huh. Maybe guys who played clarinet, there were issues. But <clears throat> anyway. Benny Goodman fans? Come on. Yeah, yeah Pete Fountain. Pete Fountain. Yeah. Pete Fountain, that's right. My mother-in-law loved Pete Fountain. Yeah. I'll throw that out there. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So the hometown dynamic, it's just kind of kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So, All right, so back to the to the cockroach thing. Yeah, it's still kind of it's kind of gross. Kind of throwing me. You know, it's like I'm really surprised that somebody's not up in arms about, I guess if it were anything other than a cockroach, people might be protesting this. Well, cockroaches, so. they say, will survive nuclear winter, so they might survive a meerkat. Yeah, that's right. Wow, oh. wow. So We're looking for that that live feed. Have you guys boom, ever... Boom, <laughs> Pardon the pun. <laughs> wow, wow. So have you guys ever eaten an insect willingly? Not, yeah. Not, 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 yes. not on a bike as you're going down and... Yeah, no, that's happened. Eating. That's happened plenty of times. Yeah, too. plenty we of had, uh, We were doing uh, some Sunday school stuff and talking about eating locusts and all that stuff, and closest we could find with some crickets and you got baked them with some seasoning and they're actually pretty good that's uh, that's what i've heard my daughter was in a, a poverty simulation program l- earlier last year and they brought a box of crickets out and they kind of toasted them and she said they they weren't bad I mean, it's not something she grabbed a handful of to mix with her popcorn but she did 
try it. And I guess last year or so, I was at a Southern Foodways Alliance dinner, and it was uh, the guy from uh, Taqueria del Sol brought it, and he... We don't allow that type of language on this podcast. <laughs> Taqueria del Sol. Well, we can maybe get them to sponsor us, but in the meantime, he made this dish that, that had, I think it was magooey worms or something like Mr. that. Mr. Magooey worms? Yeah, something like that, and it had crickets and maybe one more thing, and that was I mean, that was part of the dish, and I've actually seen pictures of that more recently from another chef friend who was visiting down there. So it's a, so I made my, made sure that I ate one of each yeah. so I could say it is, again, not something I want to go back and do very often, but... Um, and we, I was at the uh, Bug Museum in New Orleans, which is a really neat place if you haven't been to that. Um, there's a place where you can stick your head up into a model of a kitchen and be surrounded by cockroaches, which may not sound like fun. Everybody was kind of neat. Full body shiver. That's right. <laughs> but they had a place where you go, and they had cookies that had different insects in there instead of chocolate chips. Was, I've seen pops, like uh, suckers with, with stuff in it. And, and the crickets are kind of like corn nuts. You ever had corn nuts? It seems sure. like that, that kind of consistency. Wow, that little does, pop as that the does body nothing explodes. for me. Yeah. Well, the funniest thing that's happened is we were we were living in the Middle East for a while, and my son was out in the street playing, and the um, there was a grasshopper or something like that, and he was about to step on it, and the man said, "No, don't, don't, don't kill it." And we thought, well, he just doesn't want to kill a a live animal or whatever, and he said, "No, we eat those," and they they pull the legs off, cook them. I don't know what they do exactly, but uh, same thing with. These giant kind of termites, flying termites, Ugh. they would come out a certain season of the year and fly around the you know the lights and stuff, and they would pick the wings off of those and and crunch them too. So lot, lot, one day we're going to get to a place where we need that as food. That's so protein. Yeah. Why do we just get you? So I do notice my stomach's not growling wow. with this conversation this as conversation. it was when we were talking about the king yeah. cake. So. so what I want to know is at the Bug Museum in New Orleans was there a Starship Troopers exhibit? Yes. Oh, yeah. You yeah. go in there and uh, people were getting their arms ripped off and stuff. And Clint Thu. So, <laughs> wow. Did you watch Starship Troopers? Oh, yeah. 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 Did you, did you ever read the book by Heinlein? I'm sure I did not. Wow. I did, did read there was that. A book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, a great read. Great book. Yeah. And the movie is enjoyable. I just wish they would do a book that was much more like, I mean, a, a movie that was much more like the book. You want a, a book much more like the book? Yeah. Yeah. Could they do a book that was like the movie? No. Yeah. What yeah. The movies. Every now and then they remake a movie. Maybe, maybe you could. There is. They're they're that. talking about remaking Starship Troopers. Yeah, and yeah. You could do it now with the technology, mm-hmm. with the CGI. You could do the powered armor. So that that was the big thing in the movie that they didn't have in the book. Well, there's a lot of things in the movie that. Yeah. But the the whole the whole thing about the 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 book is you had powered armor that you would get into and you would fight. So you'd go into these different suits. Sound, sounds like Iron Man. Have you seen the much uh, bigger than Iron Man? It yeah. predates Iron Man by several Gosh, several years. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen the um, more more like uh, more like a Pacific Rim sort of yes. type of thing? Yeah. But have sorry. you seen Edge of Tomorrow? Lived I Repeat. Yeah. Tom Cruise. Yeah, very, they very, say that that whole the soldier scenario is much more in line with Starship Troopers, and that's probably the model they should follow if they make a new yeah. movie. And I, I agree with that. I mean, it's just really, really cool. The whole concept is very cool. It is, it is. And there's some political subtext there about how only veterans could vote. Yeah, they can only be only citizens if you had served. Yeah, you. the only way you could be a citizen is if you served, and that's the only way you could own land, and that was the only way that you could vote if you served. So very much a patriarchy. Um, and Highland was... Was kind of on the right wing, shall we mm-hmm. say, just to be um, be polite about it. But uh, yeah, it was a really fascinating, fascinating, but great read. And it it probably would 
lend itself more to a limited series. Yeah. Maybe on yeah. HBO or even Netflix, you know, yeah. whoever, Amazon Prime, whoever wants to pick this up. That's my idea. Just kept me in yeah. on that. I'm probably already making that, but. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so we went from crickets to that. That's an interesting. Uh, well, and what well, you know, hey guys. So I mentioned, I mentioned Jay getting showgirls at Walmart. Who directed? No, you, you I, I, no let's <laughs> clarify this. Jay did not get showgirls <laughs> yeah. at Walmart. So who directed showgirls? Show Paul Verhoeven. Who directed Starship, Starship Troopers. Troopers and also directed Basic Instinct? Didn't he? I don't know that. No, that's probably not true. No, but he also directed uh, Total Recall. Total Recall. Yeah. I get those confused. It's How basic instinct yeah. in Total Recall? Doesn't, wow. Uh, doesn't Arnold Schwarzenegger uncross his legs in Total Recall? <laughs> and on that note, it looks like we're out of time. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he crosses his biceps in oh. Total Recall. Yeah, yeah. So I'll be crossing my... I can't do it. Yeah. Well, you know, you know there was a cartoon series called Rasnick's Roughnecks. Yeah. That was very much along the lines of the original Starship Troopers. They took some of the elements of the movie and brought in some of the elements of the book in an animated series. I think we just lost Jay on that one. Yeah, so. I think so. Maybe Jake as well. Yeah. All Robo, right. Robocop, he also he did. did. Yeah, that he was, did. It, yeah. And Basic Instinct, Showgirls. He did Hollow Basic Instinct. Yeah, he did do Basic Instinct. Wow. He did Hollow Man, which is a cool movie. You yeah, seen that? With, Seven uh, Degrees Kevin of Kevin Bacon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And what's our number? Uh, I think I'm three. I think we're three. Yeah. I'm three as well. Yeah. Um, and on that note. On that note, yeah, there you go. So, all right, closing words, bugs. I will not be having bugs for dinner tonight, but I'm not opposed to it there you go art closing words yeah i will not be having bugs either unless they're mud bugs and it's still not quite the season for that that's crawfish for those of you who don't know what that is and we could do a whole episode on crawfish we'll get jake in for that one there you go there you go all right guys thanks for listening we'll see you soon